0: Hi everyone, it's John and Ben, and welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Christmas classic, Santa Claus the Movie.
1: One minute at a time. You you messed me up because you didn't say 1985.
0: Well, I had to refer to it as a Christmas classic because we are now officially in the holiday season of 2021 when this episode comes out.
1: Well, I know, I know. I just, I'm so used to what you, you know, hearing what you say that it got me all messed up. But I'm very excited that it's Christmas season.
0: And we have to welcome any new listeners. They may be jumping aboard. I don't know why they'd be jumping aboard at minute 83 of the movie. But maybe they binge listened or they left off from last year and now are all caught up again. Or, you know, maybe they just want to dive right in at minute eighty-three. Maybe this is, this is a iconic minute that we're going to be talking about.
1: <laughs> Whatever your reasoning, hello and welcome.
0: <laughs> yes, we love all of our listeners. Right. And I, I think I'll lead with it this week. You know, you okay. can email us anything Santa Claus to movie related, Santa by the minute at gmail.com. If you have anything to add about this movie, if you know somebody who was involved in this movie memories about this movie let us know we want to hear from you
1: that's right and we
0: do have a streaming update a santa claus the movie related streaming update as of november 1st 2021 santa claus the movie is now available to stream for free on nbc's peacock tv that's in the usa you'll if you're outside of the usa poke around at your streaming services <laughs> and see if it's back
1: It seems to be only available for free during Christmas. The rest of the time, you have to pay for it. At least it's available during Christmas. That's pretty exciting that you can watch this for free.
0: And when I was looking up the other day before we started to record to confirm that it was indeed on Peacock again, I found a tweet that they posted on their official Twitter account (laughs) December 6, 2020. I did not see this tweet last year or else we would have pointed this out, Mm -hmm. but they had a tweet that said, you can only choose one Santa. And there was an image with four movie Santas on it. One was, of course, the Rankin and Bass Santa Claus is coming to town Santa. Then there was a Santa from the movie Santa Girl and another from Saving Christmas. I'm not familiar with Santa Girl or Saving Christmas. But, also in the running, was Santa Claus the movie. But whoever put together this image of movie Santas <laughs> picked a very unusual choice to represent Santa Claus the movie. It wasn't David Huddleston who was... <laughs> it wasn't David Huddleston. Ben, what did they use an image to represent Santa from Santa Claus the movie?
1: They used the wino Santa. The Santa who steals money and drinks wine or something, alcohol of some sort, out of a paper bag on the street, not actual Santa Claus.
0: From minute 40, I feel like whoever made this image had to go out of their way to not use a David Huddleston Santa, which makes me, I think, I have a conspiracy theory that they had rigged this to go in the favor of Rankin and Bass Santa.
1: Oh, you think so?
0: they wanted so. that
1: one to win so they're like so. nope you can't have the real santa
0: and that tweet only got 28 likes which was that yeah know.
1: because everybody was like that's not santa claus there are only 28 people that don't have any idea who santa claus is because <laughs> even if you don't know this movie you know the image of Tom Hiddleston Huddleston Tom Hiddleston. Tom wrong, Huddleston wrong
0: Huddleston. You didn't you, you were way off base. <laughs> Take that again. <laughs> because even can you, can you, you imagine he, a Tom Hiddleston uh, Santa now?
1: I would love it. I don't know Loki how it Clause. would I mean, they can do anything these days. Even if you don't know the movie, you know him as Santa Claus. He's like the santa claus when you think of santa claus
0: Alright, oh, so we mentioned earlier that this week we are on minute number 83 yes and we are approaching the payoff to what i think and i will defend as one of the funniest bits of the movie i know some disagree with us but i'm going to defend it before we see sad santa for the next <laughs> couple of minutes after this so our minute begins as Beezy is about to reveal his name for his sequel to Christmas. The fanfare on the soundtrack builds up. Beezy stands up from his seat and says... Christmas Day! He holds up the two fingers.
1: (laughs) With his bug eyes. I mean, his eyes are like bugging out of his head. He's so excited.
0: And then there's kind of like an awkward silent, like the perfect comedy beat of a, as we cut back to Patch. And he's kind of like confused going under his breath. Christmas too?
1: (laughs) I love, I love Patch's reaction to this. I think Patch reacting with rolling his eyes, thinking, and whispering Christmas 2 is the best reaction to that. I mean, in the book, it just cuts it off. It doesn't talk about Patch at all, what Patch thinks or anything about Christmas too. So, this in the movie makes it perfect. I'm glad they added this. I don't know if it was supposed to be in there or if it was something that they come came up with as they were filming but i love it i think it's perfect
0: now you may recall when we are on totally rad christmas jerry singled the scene out as one of his least favorite of the movie so i'm going oh. to i defended it there i'm still going to defend it here i think it hilarious and perfectly in character for bz i love the epic fanfare on the soundtrack Like, you think he's going to have this amazing idea. He is so psyched for it. And his big idea is, like, the most generic, unoriginal (laughs) title you could imagine. And Mm -hmm. I think it's perfect. I think it's hilarious. (laughs) We we kind of uh, derailed uh, Jerry's podcast there when we were on because we we couldn't think of something that we disliked enough because he does a segment at the end of his shows where everybody does an impression of like their least favorite part of the movie and we were right. so lame we couldn't think of anything that we could that we disliked enough to make fun of it. No. So we turned we his podcast upside down to do dueling lithos.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not our fault that we like everything about the movie. Everything that we don't like are plot holes, not, um, not things to actually imitate.
0: So anything to add to this before we see how Claus and Anya are doing up at the North Pole?
1: Time to go to Moby Santa.
0: Like I said, next we're back at the North Pole in the living quarters of Claus and Anya. Claus is sitting in his chair holding a mug. Now, do you think it's tea? Or hot cocoa in the mug. I can't tell if there's like a tea bag hanging out or not on my copy.
1: Well, okay, this was filmed in the UK. There would not be a tea bag, even if it was tea. <laughs> they know how to make actual oh. tea.
0: <laughs> they don't have they the don't, Lipton tea bags.
1: No, <laughs> they don't use the paper tea bags that we use over here. But. I'm going to pretend it's hot cocoa. It's probably tea, but in my mind, that is going to be hot cocoa because that is Santa Claus and that is all he drinks.
0: Yes, that is my go-to associate with Santa Claus hot beverage. And that may be because of the Tim Allen (laughs) Santa Claus.
1: Maybe, maybe, but.
0: But but I like the thought of Santa just kicking back with a cup of hot cocoa to try to calm his nerves a little bit.
1: Well, he's upset. What do you have when you're upset? Chocolate. It only makes sense <laughs> that he would be drinking hot chocolate.
0: Santa is dressed all in red, but not his trademark suit. This is like all red, but it looks like kind of a pair of thermal underwear that he has on.
1: It looks like his pants are his Santa pants. Like it almost looks like he's half Undressed from christmas eve night
0: oh it could be maybe that's his undershirt from his big poofy coat maybe he's just come home yeah maybe he's just been sitting in that chair for a day now <laughs> depressed well, we don't
1: we don't know how long it's been i know for us it's been 20 years but for him you know we were just at bz and patch's office which was the day after christmas right
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So
1: we don't know for him if this is the day after like this could just be regular Christmas day for him. We may have gone back in time. So I just had a thought while editing this this is future bin by the way. We were discussing that maybe that Santa was sitting in his outfit for over a day just moping. But I think and maybe that the news conference that Beezy and Patch were at, that was on Christmas Day. So Santa is just still home from delivering the presents, and that they're going to launch Christmas 2 on the day after Christmas. So that's that's just what popped into my head while editing. Let me know what you think
0: for the timeline. So Anya is seated across from him. She is wearing, of course, her casual wear the yellow polka dot dress and she appears to be knitting something does the book happen to say what she might be knitting
1: no because the book this is completely different oh in the yeah in the book they are not sitting in their living room just you know chattering away they are sitting at the kitchen table and anya has made Claus a meal And his meal has sat completely untouched as he's starts. He's just kind of like staring off into space. And as he's talking, which you haven't started yet, but as he starts to talk, Anya actually puts down a freshly baked, still piping hot apple pie right in front of him. And he doesn't even move. Like he doesn't even recognize that she did it. All of this work and he's just sitting there moping and taking all of her work for granted that's what happens after a thousand years she waits on him hand and foot he gets mopey for one night he doesn't even thank her for making a nice warm ha- hot apple pie for him
0: and then then anya <laughs> leaves and the movie get even more depressing anya's like we have, I'm anya leave the, we have we have anya leave the north pole next <laughs> I'm going to go join
1: Patch. You don't take it. You take everyone for granted.
0: So let's talk about how it plays out on screen, the (laughs) version that we've been familiar with for almost 36 years now. Yeah. And goodness, I hope, I hope now that they have a therapist up there at the North Pole because, (laughs) man, Santa, how many months has Santa been like this? And this is, he's at his lowest right now. Now, movie timeline wise, on screen, committed to film, movie, the yes. last time we saw Santa, he was starting to perk up. He had given Joe the elf portrait a patch and saw Joe light up at finally getting a gift. Santa was ho, ho, hoing. They flew off. And now here we are a couple minutes later and he's back to, Woe is me, nobody mm-hmm. loves Santa yes that's that's the condensed uh, version right. well let's let's break it down okay let's uh toss it to the man himself well hold Santa. on For, oh, hold on oh. hold on oh i i had it i had my perfect segue <laughs> into the audio from the minute you just derailed it all right all right what do you have to add what do you well, have to I add i just
1: i just want to remind people that movie wise you are 100 percent correct but I still want people to keep just a spark in the back of their head about the Santa's lost scene, as to why he's upset. Okay, just keep yes. it. Just keep a keep a little tiny bit in there, just a little. Okay, and then and then yes. Okay, now continue on with your your. All right, audio. We'll, we'll
0: be breaking this down soon. Let's toss it to the man himself, where Santa is sitting there sadly with his mug, and we hear him sadly tell anya maybe the whole idea is no good anymore what are you talking about what idea christmas anya is shocked by this and quietly says claws okay so loyal listeners and you and me now have the context yes that santa had taken a detour before coming home Mm -hmm. and saw kids throwing his presents away, acting like Santa's this big old Mm has-been. And I wish this was hit home more clear in the actual movie on film. I do. I think this Mm -hmm. scene would have packed more of an emotional punch if we were building up to it. If Mm -hmm. we had seen Santa looking everywhere and seeing Beezy and Patch, in santa's eyes taking over his turf his domain they're the new golden boys of christmas Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it gets so muddled in the final movie and we have said this before neither half of the movie really has that perfect amount of time to really reach its full potential because what are we like 15 minutes from the end credits now
1: Mm -hmm. yeah now in the book this is a little different Anya doesn't just go doesn't say in her mousy voice A clause that you probably barely heard in in the audio play of this podcast because she talks so quiet you can barely hear her when she says stuff. they have her voice so quiet in this movie like like little mousy Anya you know she she doesn't protract her voice very well at all but in the book she does because in the book. She scolds him but with his name, not just Claws. She goes Claws Like that. Like she's like talk to him like snap out of it. You know what I mean? Cause she has she has she has thoughts. Do you want to hear Anya's thoughts?
0: I would love to hear Anya's thoughts because after we hear her quietly say claws she just sits there on the verge <laughs> of tears, just listening. She does not give santa a pep talk or anything she's just sitting there Mm -hmm. so what is going on in anya's head okay
1: her face filling with shock and disbelief christmas had a meaning far larger and more significant than simply the day santa claus delivered gifts it had always been a day that existed to remind people of the goodness and belief the sharing and the generosity that lay inside them waiting to be set free It was a day that had meant to remind them of how much unselfish love human beings were truly capable of. Christmas was not a fad. A thing so shallow that had lost its meaning because someone had finally grown tired of it.
0: See, there is the pep talk we needed from Anya.
1: I know. They just cut her right out. (laughs) Don't let her speak her mind. Women's job is not to do that a woman's job is to make hot apple pie and sit there and listen to her husband whine like a little baby
0: so i was thinking about this and Mm -hmm. i hate to say it and i hope i'm wrong but that little mousy clause i think it may be anya's last spoken line in this entire movie if i i'm going by memory so (laughs) later down the road I hope I'm wrong. I know she pops up again at the very end, but I don't think she says anything, at least on screen in the movie. So her sitting here just uh, in this scene, in this minute, maybe her last spoken lines of the movie. I can see you thinking about it, but you don't remember either.
1: I, I can't. I'm just trying to think later on if she says anything. I don't know. They really missed an opportunity with having a Anya in the movie, you know. I think we could talk more about it at the end of the movie, you know, when we do our wrap-ups. But they really missed the mark with a Mrs. Claus. There's no way a Mrs. Claus would sit there for a thousand years that quiet.
0: And especially since Santa has been more or less acting like this since the moment Dooley and the boys Mm -hmm. told him Patch had left. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of unresolved stuff that I hope maybe the book clears up. There's things that the movie never really clear up or resolve Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a satisfactory fashion. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Okay. Moving right along. Moving along. Santa kind of takes a look at Anya, puts down his mug before continuing. The world is a different place now, Anya. You don't see it. Yeah, Anya doesn't see it. You don't let her out of the house.
1: (laughs) She's been been kidnapped and held hostage for a thousand years.
0: Santa must not even (laughs) let her watch the television. (laughs) Read the newspaper. The people don't seem to care about giving a gift just so they can see the light of happiness in a friend's eyes. So that right there would have made a whole lot more sense if we had the context of him dealing with these little punks when he was just down on Earth Mm -hmm. checking out the aftermath of that particular Christmas morning.
1: I mean, and the thing is, though, like, it's not like kids are any different than way back at the beginning of the movie where you had that teenage boy being all huffy-puffy waiting for Claus to show up to give him a gift through the middle of a snowstorm so just in this one movie you've gone a thousand years and children are still the same you know what i mean like it's no different there's the the same aged boy from the book at the beginning of the movie with the same type of attitude well, that's, <laughs> like, that's you know an these excellent things. point
0: <laughs> that's an excellent point that i didn't even think of <laughs> it seems like kind of a leap for Santa to make because it's not like he's actually seeing the right. happiness in these kids' eyes. I no, mean, except, with the exception of Joe.
1: Right. He just drops it and leaves. And in, in his mind, everything's great. He doesn't know if the kids actually like it or not.
0: And then we cut back to Anya for a few seconds. She's very quietly listening, almost on the verge of tears. Yes. She's really choked up. Just just doesn't feel like Christmas
1: anymore. I'm, I wish you I'm could I'm trying be to get John the words face. out of
0: my mouth. I'm, I'm trying to get the words out of my mouth, Santa.
1: Oh, now you're just gosh. being
0: a mopey mope. Just, <laughs> I think you're just trying to get sympathy at this point.
1: I know. I don't understand. I don't understand his end game here. I mean... <laughs> If, you're go- if you want to quit because all of a sudden previous elf partner decided to go with someone else and started giving gifts, you just want to quit, then just quit. If you're unhappy, then just quit. It's been a year. <laughs> like, if you're that unhappy, stop being Santa. Stop delivering gifts.
0: Move on. And a lot of this, Santa, as we have determined earlier in our podcast journey in this movie, that a lot of this could have been avoided if you had said anything. (laughs) If you had done anything. (laughs) You did nothing.
1: I love how this movie, I feel like the bad guy, the bad guy in quotations, is Santa. <laughs> like, I know it's supposed to be BZ, but BZ is just being a regular capitalist. corporation capitalist. Like, he's just a normal capitalist. It There are a dime a dozen around here. Santa <laughs> is the one who is, like, throwing, <laughs> making a mess of everything.
0: It's like uh, Tony Stark in all the Marvel movies. Like, all the problems that the Avengers are up against were created by tony stark himself (laughs) he's his own worst enemy yes so yeah there's a santa tony stark connection right here
1: (laughs) that's true Uh, i think the part that's different is that you wouldn't expect that out of a santa you expect it out of a tony stark but you don't expect it out of a jolly jolly old man who's giving gifts to all the kids in the world you'd think that he would be a saint but he's just moping around because someone's stepping on his turf
0: and it's like i i think they could have so easily set this up to be a very i mean it is a very emotional moment but i think it would have packed a lot more punch and we wouldn't be poking so many holes in it if yeah. they had been building building yeah. up to this moment
1: yeah yeah that's the thing, like, we're harping on this, but it's because the movie doesn't give you any reason for this. He seems to be so over the top for no reason, really, because they just, they, they don't tell you anything in the movie.
0: So let's uh, just hit the pause button on our discussion here because it's going to flow right. into what Santa says next.
1: Right. Maybe this fella busy...
0: He's than Now our our minute does cut off before he can say, I am. But but let's let's take a look at that. Santa and Beezy have had no interaction whatsoever. In fact, he has not even been made aware of Beezy's existence until the night before last mm-hmm. in the movie timeline. Yep. I feel like this line here should have been a callback to something, maybe in the press conference. bz should have said something like santa may not have been smart enough to see this guy's potential but my pal patch here and me are in Mm -hmm. business then we could have made the connection like oh he's seen he's been following this saga Mm -hmm. and have maybe bz knock santa here and there because bz's santa feud i don't know what i want to what word i can use here what what word can i Uh use
1: Uh, yeah i think feud works i mean it's all in bz's head but yeah
0: yeah, this animosity towards santa and overthrowing santa comes out of nowhere yeah we we will get there in a a few episodes maybe by christmas we will be up to bz's (laughs) wild turn maybe (laughs) i don't know maybe it might be after the first of the year i i don't know it's coming up though couldn't you picture that in the press conference mm-hmm. him like being a little passive-aggressive towards Santa? Yeah. And th- that could be playing into Santa's mood here. Mm-hmm. But I can't say any more this minute because Santa has been cut off, but how about you tell us how it plays out in the book?
1: Yeah, well, uh, BZ is not mentioned in the book between Santa and Anya. Uh, Santa and Anya continue on with what happens in the in the movie next. It's not... He doesn't mention BZ in the book.
0: How is this sad moment portrayed in the comic book? Just, probably just a couple panels.
1: It is not. <laughs> Th- this, <laughs> this part of the movie is not in the comic book. It goes straight from BZ trying to get Patch to make the candy canes and calling it Christmas too straight up to our uh next scene back in new york so the marvel
0: people will be like no no we're not even gonna bother <laughs> <laughs> devoting a panel to this
1: no it's not in it's not in here at all we don't have we don't have santa in the comic book up until um uh rescue time basically Santa's out of the comic book all the way until wrestling Whew.
0: okay mm-hmm. well i think this this episode was a breakthrough for us we've been holding that <laughs> in for 36 years
1: <laughs> this is something to give you a little peek behind the podcast curtain here this has been a part of the movie that john and i have talked about discussed complained for years And uh, it's nice to sit down and share it with other people besides ourselves. And and we really look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about your thoughts on this particular scene. Because Uh, I would like someone else's thoughts as well. Because John and I have been talking about it forever. And I would like someone else to chime in.
0: And don't get me wrong, I'm very grateful that now we do have some context of why he's so down in the dumps. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: thanks to the book and the lost scene that maybe we'll see someday maybe you know maybe I it's hiding it. in no, no. Maybe, well, it's maybe hiding in this a, a box in the Selkins' garage or something
1: <laughs> maybe
0: <laughs> all right so that is going to wrap up this week's edition of Santa by the minute we will be back next week we got a little more sad Santa but we rejoin the kids Joe and Cornelia will be back so you don't want to miss it.
1: Yes, Sad Santa is only for a couple seconds. So then we go straight back to the kids having fun. Well, kind
0: of. <laughs> kind of, sort of.
1: <laughs> kind of, sort of.
0: So I already mentioned our email at the top of the show. We are also on social media. You can follow us at Santa Minute on...
1: Instagram, Facebook,
0: and Twitter. Ben and I post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday. And as always, you can listen to any of those episodes...